0: Welcome to The Johnny Cassell Show. This is your number one resource for dating and lifestyle advice. For those of you guys just joining, um, I want to kind of introduce a dear friend of mine today who's going to be sharing some some profound wisdom in his area of expertise. It's my dear friend, Diego Correa. Uh, I've known this guy for many years now. Um, It's a privilege to get to know this guy Um, because there's lots of crossover in terms of what we both do. We both gear our expertise towards helping men. And when Diego first approached me many years ago, he saw the foresight to to kind of connect and have this unique synergy between us both. And I think I think there really there really is that. Because um, you know what he is doing is improving the confidence of men, whatever way you look at it, I feel that if you have a space or a living space, a bedroom, a bathroom, a hallway that has a unique theme to it, it has a bit of characterization to it, it's able to communicate a, a different level of confidence um, to those that are experiencing it and this this is what uh, Diego does so well at doing with his clients. He is able to take a space and help communicate a message to those that are that are experiencing it. And um, he certainly helped me out over the years. I've, I've constantly been asking him for advice. Um, I've recommended him to my clients. And he's took on some fantastic projects from residential to commercial. Um, you know, he's working on a really unique hotel at the moment. I'm not going to, have to say too much about that because I might not be allowed uh, but anyway without further ado let's bring him on and um let's let's quiz him
1: hey johnny how are you thank you very much for that introduction uh, very very kind
0: how are you great i love that blue that that blue is thank just you punching very much. out of the wall there
1: but additionally without me uh, being aware of it that's the color of the year so similar to that one
0: Ah. so we are on frame <laughs> So, dude, there's there's so many questions that I kind of want to throw your way today and um, because I think you've just got so much knowledge um, and so much to share for for people that are watching this. I think they can really benefit by just taking a few bits and pieces and maybe improving their living space or just be inspired to start. Um, But first of all, I want to kind of take it right back to the start from you. With you and, and, and ask you what kind of inspired you to to work in this space you, I, I, I remember you mentioned to me that your mother had an art gallery, so maybe there was some inspiration and reference there um, but was there, was yeah. there other, un, any other reasons why you t- chose to take this path?
1: It was it happening in an organic way because um, I study architecture that 's my that's my degree. And throughout my studies, I was very inclined to the detailing and to art and to the spaces. So I did not, I was not aware of that interest in interior design as such. It just was growing, growing, growing. And then I had the opportunity to have an art gallery. And that's the connection that you referred to. My mother helped me within a few years with the gallery. Uh, yep. My sister as well. Uh, but you know that is started to change things in me in terms of okay, I think that this is where I want to go, and um, I just received my first project, and from then on, you know, it just was something that uh, fascinates me. I'm um, I'm very interested in in beauty, um, in a beauty that has a meaning, that has a depth, and art and architecture helped me to to understand that, um, not from the level of, um, necessarily. Fashion or shallowness, which could be interpreted by by some people, I think that is there is a plot of death when you are after beauty in your life, uh, internally and externally. And I think that you know you you do that with your clients. You try to to get the best of them, you know, to make to help them to express that inner world outside. And the best way of finding somebody special is showing, you know. Who you are are yeah, the best part of you, and I think that the, the thing happens with, with your home with your space.
0: Yeah, and I think that's something I've definitely learned from from you is you know the different ways that you can communicate certain aspects of your life, whether they be your interests, you know your hobbies, uh, things that are important to you within the living space. and that's something that I kind of want to get into uh, in a moment or two. Uh, maybe some tips that we can have, we can share with people on on how to do that. Um, what what do you think is the most ambitious project that you've worked on uh, to date?
1: Well, the most um, ambitious project probably right now is a restaurant, and it's a restaurant because it's a it's a complex one, not just in terms of dimension, but in terms of the theme that is behind the restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's my first restaurant as well, so that adds certain element of, you know, challenge and and desire for getting it right. Uh, but I think that that is a bit of a challenging one because you try to, to understand what the client wants, but you try to understand as well what the client would feel and would experience once they are enjoying their meal or a glass of wine or beer you know, I think that probably that has many, many elements, much more elements that a home probably uh, would have. So right now, at this moment, I would say that is the most the most complex one.
0: So mm-hmm. how, how, how have you combated that task so far? And I really like what you say there. It is an experience. When you go into one of your favorite restaurants, it's a dining experience. You know, the, the, the quality of the food is just a given. It has to be at a certain level. But the rest of it is, I think we take for granted the kind of space that we're in, but it's for people like yourself that have helped create that experience.
1: But I, need to, I, need, I think that we need to understand that in restaurants, in bars, um, even though, of course, the drinks is very important, the food is very important, we are sensorial beings. That means that we are fed by those things that are in touch with our different senses, you know, and one of the main ones is our eyes. Okay. So if if you get into a space where you are surpre- surprised, amazed by what you see, that is going to increase the possibilities that whatever you drink or you eat, you have the perception that is better probably you know what it is because you are already yeah, yeah, yeah. in the right mood
2: yes you
1: know and it's, it's fascinating because you see that constantly and 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 that and that goes to the point that why our connection is about because if you invite people to your home when you invite a date to your home when you invite business uh relations to your home you know that first approach is going to, this first experience, that first touch with the eye, with the smell, is going to determine and influence the dynamic of that situation. So I think, yes, I love food. Uh, I I love wine more than, uh, I love vodka, but uh, in a very special way. Um, But for me, environments induce changes in you and predispose you to feel things. You know, so we cannot ignore that. Probably the ones that are extremely inclined to food, you know, they the hormones, They wouldn't be affected by that because they are very unidirectional, right? Yeah. The one is the food, and they can be a horrible place or can be a beautiful place, but they are going to that element, which is the food. But most humans, we are not like that. You know we are influenced by our, our environment, and, yeah. and I think that that is that is that is why still we are needed, you know, interior designers.
0: Hundred uh, percent.
1: Because we have, we have to create that surroundings for whatever purpose you want to
0: to feel or to, Absolute, or to. have. absolutely. I mean, you you're creating escapism. Mm-hmm. You're, you're if someone's had a stressful day and they they they're going through a bit of anxiety and they, they go out for a dining experience, or they go back home into a certain living environment, that environment needs to be designed to reduce that person's stress and, and, and yeah. make people feel calm again. Yeah. That's I love what crazy. you're saying. It, it's, it's like already, it gets me excited because it's, it's, it reminds me that you know seduction it can happen in many ways, and, and you can be seduced by being in an environment. You know, and, and seduction is the, the alteration of, of one state.
2: Yep.
1: no, absolutely, Johnny, absolutely. I think that, you know, all of us in one way or another are seducers in one way or another, even in a small detail, in a small gesture. The difference is that some of us are more aware That's of fair. what elements to manage.
2: Yeah.
1: Let's not use the word manipulate because manipulate has negative connotations, yeah. but let's use the word induce, you know? <laughs>
0: that, that, <laughs> word, that word has already seduced me. <laughs> let's, I mean, let's, I mean, let's not use that word. <laughs> I do know, but,
1: but it's true. We are humans and, yeah. and we need to love our humanity. You know what I mean? And, and I think that, that that comes in play in everything that we do everything
0: so there's three words i want to throw at you and i know that yep. you use these when you're creating a space yep. and and those three words are look function yep. and feel yep. so you've touched upon it al- al- already a little bit but can you explain a little bit more about the importance of these terms look function feel when when you're creating the space
1: yes of course um i think that Apparently, there are the three elements that are the cornerstone when you are starting a design, an interior design project. You know, uh, let's see first the function. You know, if you are calling a professional to work in your home, you want your home to function in a certain way. And let's put a clear example. You may say, okay, I I really want an open plan uh, living room. Because I know I live on my own, and I want to be able to interact with my guests, and I do not want to feel isolated. That is a functional requirement, mm-hmm. as it can be that you for example, want um a very special buff because you like you are you know you are tall and you are a big guy, for example, yeah. so you need. Is very special. But so that is function.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that function has to be performed in a way that gives you pleasure or, sat- or satisfy your needs. So that is extremely important. Yep. The second part that you ask is look. You know, all of us are inclined to different aesthetics. I would say, you know, it's not right or wrong. Everyone has a personal taste. And when we talk about look, it refers generally to a styles that we already recognize. For example, you can say, okay, I like the modern style, I like the Chinese style, or I like an African uh, sort of style, or I like um, a Victorian style. Well, That refers to looks. So automatically in your mind, if you're thinking in Chinese, you're probably thinking red, black, you're thinking in use of uh, Floral elements, you are thinking in elements, real elements that are going to uh, satisfy your expectations in terms of your visual. It's probably the most exciting one because if you have a space that is modern, you can say, Yes, I want my my flat to be a modern one, but I want it to feel totally luxurious, or I want it to feel, you know, what I get in, relaxed, serene. I don't want to see anything that produces a kind of agitation in me, you know, which means either too bright colors or, you know, too many dissonant elements that could be very nice if you are after that. But the feel determines the relation that that space is going to have to your soul, through your eyes. Mm. Because evidently, we, our our eyes are extremely important. So they are just not satisfy our sense of aesthetics, but they are a mean for being in connection with what we want to feel from our soul. So those three elements, I think that they're very important, and that's why you may hear expressions like, wow, that space is really nice, but it's soulless. Yeah. I don't feel anything. Mm. You know, or it's totally, you know, it's very grim, or it's very... You know it's very uninviting so and I think that the, the the balance between how that space is going to look and how it's going to make you feel is really important when you are creating um, not just uh, residential projects but for example the restaurant
2: yeah
1: you know you want people to get in and say wow this is this is modern but I feel this 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 and that yeah and your ambition is that you thought that you could create for those people, at the end they feel. I think that that is a successful project.
0: So let's so talk about what, what are what are some of those elements where you can draw out emotion from someone when it come, when it comes to uh, you know walking into a space.
1: The first the first part is there is a beautiful term that we really rarely use in interiors, which is the sublime. Right, when everything is so beautiful so beautiful, so harmonious, okay, that you get into that space and you even may be willing to cry without any reason, you know? That is a sublime... Give me, give me that. Give me that. <laughs> <laughs> I want that. that. I want that. That is, that is very special. But now, that is the top of the chain, right? When you see, oh my God, this is... I, I, I cannot cope with this beauty. You know, it's, that happens with people, that happens with flowers, that happens with a lot of extreme beautiful things. Now, in a, in a, in a, in a day-after-day experience, you in your home, you can control, you can tune the way that you make yourself or your guests feel in different ways. Mm. So you can create atmospheres. And that atmospheres can be created through the use of lighting, through the use of fragrances, mm-hmm. through the use of accessories, through the use of art. So yes, the interiors is going to give you the, the beautiful setting, right, where everything is going to perform. But if you keep it all the time the same, you start to be immune to what surrounds you. You have to be able to create different situations, depending on the situation that you are in, and with who you are.
0: I love that. Okay, so I remember I remember you did a talk for um, yeah, my 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 followers. We did a workshop, I remember, and you really went into this, and I loved it. And you went you went into the idea of you know you got to you got to have in mind of who you're hosting for. Are you hosting for romance? Are you hosting for for business are you hosting for family are you hosting for an a social occasion so with in mind with what you just said there about um creating a different feel and not making yourself immune to it what would be some things that you could just interchange based on it say monday i'm okay monday i've got some romance booked in right yeah. <laughs> and then, and, then, and then tuesday I've got I've got a meeting I got I got a meeting where someone's coming around and we're discussing some business and on Wednesday you know I've got mother and father visiting so what are the kind of interchangeable things that we could do to that are more tailored for the different experiences if that makes sense
1: I, I think the easiest thing is lighting ah. the easiest thing is lighting mm-hmm. if you if you have Let's say that you have uh, you have your flat design in such a way that gives you that freedom of choosing different light sources. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if you have the date on Monday, then you would tune the light down. You would create a more welcoming, warmer, warmer. Mm-hmm. but as well you would create with lighting a focal point. That focal point could be... The bed? The... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not that fast, not that fast. Okay, okay. <laughs> You first, you say use, and then you go there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the, for example, if you have a, a floor lamp in the living room, yes. you turn that on because you create a very warm corner mm. where you can have a glass of wine, and that atmosphere is going to trigger the possibility of having a more open dialogue with. Your partner, right? Yeah. And that dialogue, as you know, you know leads leads to the to the lady to be at ease.
0: Yes, because we're we, we back round to control. what we were talking about earlier. You yeah. know No matter.
1: Yeah.
2: Because
0: um, yeah. with, with that in mind, like when you're when you go on for a date, you know you could be nervous. You know You could be nervous. So so if you've got oh, that environment yeah. and it it, it stresses someone, then you're moving closer down the path yeah. of seduction.
1: Exactly, but I think I think as well. I think that depends on the person that you're inviting to your home. You know what I mean? And I think that that is a little bit of common sense as well. Mm-hmm. You know, if if she's a little bit shy, you you don't want to be so obvious. You know, to, yeah. to basically tell her, "I want you there."
2: Yeah. You
1: know, you want to make transitions beautifully perceived. You know what I mean? And and, and even you may discover that that person is more than a date, you know, that, that conversation could lead to something deeper that changes your perception about that person because you create a atmosphere where that person is opening to you. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that that is very precious, right? That is not just a, a, a seduction in terms of, uh, let's, let's talk as adults, as, as sex is the seduction for discovering, you know, the death of somebody that may lead to some Somewhere that you didn't expect to.
0: Yeah,
1: and I think that that's the beauty. So making someone more comfortable, language.
0: opening up. Yeah.
1: yeah, and I think that that's very important. Oh, it, might, it may happen the other effect. You know, it may happen that it just leads to a more sensual experience because you know the drink, the the light that has been tuned down, the music that of mm. course is going to play a very important role. Mm. You know, if you have fragrances that you can add to the question you know what I mean. You create a set of circumstances
0: so already there just just to start we've got (laughs) three important elements to consider Mm. to to interchange and uh to create a different mood based on whatever you're doing whether it's romance hosting or social uh the fragrances so you can achieve that through Mm. like a room scent or uh you know a, a a, a, a diffuser, candle diffuser. A
1: candle. yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely.
0: The, the lighting, you know, warm lighting or more clear lighting, whether you uplight a corner or uplight a plant. Or,
1: in, in the right lighting, exactly. Yeah. You know, dimming, dimming, yeah, if you have yeah. the dimming, is, is very important. And now with the Internet of Things, even if you haven't had the chance to design your flat from the beginning, you know, you can install those bulbs Connecting to your iPhone or Android. Android
0: oh, the Philips Hue ones, and yes, yes yeah. and there
1: are, there are many options. There are many, and you can create those settings without changing. You know, if it's too late,
0: it's really, know. it's really interesting. <laughs> I, I was actually looking at them, but I, I, I felt that, yeah, all those different coloured ones. It just, it just, it wasn't congruent to the theme that I was trying to create. So I decided to stick with just warmer lighting.
1: Yes, I'm a little bit bit picky about that because personally, I don't like colouring lighting. I don't like the blue, I don't like the red. Mm. You know, the maximum that I can go is to the amber, which is a a beautiful um, sort of gold slash orange colour, which creates a beautiful glow. It's yeah. almost like magical.
0: These are these so the ones I, I have in my apartment.
1: <laughs> that, 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 for me, yeah, that for me, you know, is is more elegant. You you have more control on it. Mm-hmm. Of course, if you have a party, you know, you, you may want to have an option of color because it's fun, you know what I mean? But for for business meetings, for mm, lunches with your family or dinners with your family, or with your with your date, I think that color. It starts to be too loud yeah. in in that situation I think for parties for games, I think that is fun to have those experience those options where color plays mm-hmm. something additionally color is very dangerous because color changed the, the skin the color of the skin yeah. so if you have a green color or if you have a red color or a, or a funny yellow, you may not look as good as you may think.
0: <laughs> so you think yeah. you're being all fl- flash with your smart bulbs, but really, you know, you're a, you're a dumbass yeah, yeah, yeah. because you,
1: yeah. <laughs> you uh, that, 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 could be, that could be a tune off. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not about the light, it's about the color. So I think that you know some sometimes when you have there are opportunity life, some chances that you have just one chance for getting things right. Right? Yeah. If you if you have that very special date First
0: impressions say, count. and you, <laughs> you turn yes. the bulbs on, you look like Shrek.
1: Exactly. That is... <laughs> and then it's over. So, you know, it's better to go to the safe side if, if, if the situation is a sensitive one. You know, it's like, it's like business. You don't want to bring a business if you bring a lady that is going to have a very important uh, project with you. You don't want to dim lights. You don't want to send her the wrong signal. You know what I mean? You have to have a very even light, a little bit dim, so it's not too harsh, but you don't want to have dim lights. You know, if she's very extremely professional, you know, and she see any sign that you're trying to, to manipulate the situation in another way,
2: yeah.
0: you know,
1: that's not good. So a yeah, few, few men the, might
0: have that problem. You
1: know? <laughs> no, I. They may believe me. I have I have heard of people that have had those problems, yeah. and and it's it's losing money, it's losing the business and your credibility. Yeah. So that is how important, you know, to getting it right, uh, influences others' perceptions about you.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, and people are not going to give you the chance usually and ask you, is this have another meaning that that you want me to
0: yeah.
2: to
1: feel. It's a very amb- this,
0: is, this meeting has become very ambiguous.
1: <laughs> exactly. So I think that, you know, probably what we're talking about, probably extreme cases, but, you know, it's, it's important to be aware. I think that that sensibility, mm-hmm. you know, just makes you more successful, yes. you know, because you are aware. Yes. Are it,
0: aware. So, so we've, got, we've got smells, we've touched upon smells. Mm-hmm. Is there any particular mm-hmm. smells that you really recommend to kind of go for?
1: Wow, um, I would I would suggest if it's the first time and you don't know the person very well, yeah. don't go with a strong smells. You know what I mean? Fragrances yeah. or too sweet. You know, go to very light florals if it's if it's a lady uh, because she's going to she's going to like that, of course. Uh, Predominantly, uh, if it's a business meeting and you want a more sophisticated space, you can go to a citrus or you can go to wood. Mm. Or you can, or can go with leathery smells. Mm. So but 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 soft ones because that creates that that is not then about seducing, it's about showing your sophistication.
2: Yeah.
1: Which is different.
2: Mm.
1: You know, uh, there are beautiful smells that are um, citrus based or wood based, that you say, Wow, this this flat smells to success. It's like going to a five star
2: hotel it's spa like, hotel. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, and then automatically you feel more at ease because you are in a place where you want to stay, and, and that very, makes it very
0: different. good point. Very
1: good. Yeah, point. So if you if you if you use very sweet sweetest smells are very tricky because you know sweetest smells have a very narrow people that like them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they are very aggressive to your nose. So sweetest smells for me has to be when you know
0: when you know the individual. The
1: yeah. individual. And you know that the circumstance allows to have that. Yeah. You know, I, I have been in situations where the smell is so punchy that I just want to leave.
2: Wow. You know,
1: I just and you do everything that you use in your hands for limiting the meeting to the necessary. And then you want to leave because it could create you headaches. You know, it could it could make you feel sick physically. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, not a, it's not a small thing, you know, that's why, you know, not, not in vain when, put in a very tricky example, when somebody, when you go to a very sad situation, you shouldn't wear a perfume. It's, it's about sensibility. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be so, yeah. you know, too There's aggressive. You know? And, and, you know, you need to, that discretion is always, is what differentiates, uh, you know, a gentleman of one that is doesn't have that level of sophistication.
2: Yeah,
1: because being a gentleman is being aware of the others as well. You know, is is what wow. what what I need to do is not just for me, It's for her or for them, and then you you get that balance right.
0: That's a it's a really great point, Diego. I think um, anyone listening and watching this is. Uh, becoming more aware of this and more intuitive. I mean, it is right, it is sophisticated. Um, yeah. So we've touched on lighting, we've touched on the smell um, and you mentioned sound there, which I think is important as well. So what what are some tips there? I mean, you know, is it, I mean, with the technology we have now and the simplicity of just being able to curate different playlists for different time of the, times of the day, different moods. I mean, how do you, how do you manage that space?
1: That is, that is probably that is the one that is more personal than all of the ones that we have talked before. Because in a smell, I have, I have influenced decisions in regards to how, how flat they smell. But the sound is, 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 is very individual. You know, my, my preference is if you are in a business meeting, you know, have music, ambience music, that, you know, is a cliche, but the classic music, you know, violin or piano. Mm. In a very uh low volume, they create an area of serenity and comfort and somehow a little bit of trust. Yeah. You know? so for example, for business meetings, you have you have that. Of course, that depends on what sort of meeting you have as well, because if you go to talk with a person that is involved in the business in the in the entertainment industry, probably he or she can be more tolerant to other kinds of music and even be a trigger for for you to explore other venues. For example, you could put uh, a CD of a friend of yours that is a musician, you know what I mean? And and then that can trigger things. I think it's as well as understanding where you are. You know, in, in romantic uh, situations, I think that even you know, if you don't want to be so obvious, you know, a beautiful jazz always goes very well. You know what I mean? Or a or, or blues, if it's not too... To emotional, yeah, you know, I think that I think that that depends. I think that I think that the the right answer there is what feels right at the moment, considering not your thoughts or your desires, which could be too high, is considering the other person that you are sharing with,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and I think that that would make the balance to to be the right one.
0: Mm-hmm. The, the, this is something that I've been doing recently i mean i've for me i'm I'm a lover of Shazam, you know the yep. app where you just capture the music yep. and yep. uh I've obviously connect that to spotify and it just curates a nice little kind of playlist to listen to, but now I've been a bit more um stricter with it, and I've started to create different playlists for different moods and different times of the day, so it might be a morning. Uh, playlist. It might be, you know, a daytime playlist. It might be a, a, a sunset playlist, uh, or it might be a romance playlist. Uh, but what I've also found as well, I'm not going to say it right now, but it's the the Amazon personal assistant <laughs> in, in the room. You can just tell it to to um, to play something of, of 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 a certain nature, and it actually does a very good job. Of, of, yeah. of setting said that, in that, that tone. I mean I've I've I, I was inspired by the suggestions before to create like a brunch time playlist. You know, we we created some brunch the other day and had this music on and it, it just felt really yeah, it felt like I was at some brunchy type restaurant, you
1: know. So do you see as well I think talking about you know about seduction, I think when you bring to the situation a thing that you really love. Mm. You know what I mean? And you mentioned it that to your partner, explaining why, you know, adds a level of depth and connection, you know, because you are not just sharing a soundtrack, you are sharing a story and an emotion behind it. So sometimes with all these technologies, we become to be so easy, you know, or too lazy, uh, engaging, at another levels, and I think that you can use that in your favor, of course. But I think that music, the smells, you know, all these sensorial aspects, all of them have a story, uh, whether we are conscious of it or not. So we can we can use that in a good way for creating a, a situation that is conducive to communication or engagement. Mm-hmm. And and music is fantastic for that. You know what I mean. I got many friends that are uh, they are love music of any kind, every kind. And just from the friendship point of view, you know, when they tell the story of what that jazz piece is important, you know, automatically you get transported to that moment, mm-hmm. and you, you you fall into a level of admiration for the knowledge, for the sensibility. So I think it's I think it's a, it's, it's a very very powerful powerful tool absolutely
0: I absolutely i mean you know it, it does it creates a story between you both it, it's yeah. emotive it creates a state it creates a memory of when you first heard that it becomes something that's unique to you and, and the other in your life um, absolutely <clears throat> let's get into thing, things to avoid like when when you start to look at changing the space for a particular theme you know what? What what are the common mistakes perhaps you've seen that people have kind of stumbled that that, that have fallen into? I,
1: I think that there are probably two, the two biggest mistakes that I would reduce or choose to talk about is number one, not knowing when to stop.
0: So you, you, you can know? you can sort of over furnish and over decorate something. You mean yes, mm. yes. You know you you can you you think
1: that more. Is more and more is less sometimes. So, you know, you get excited. For example, if, um, I decided a flat for a guy who he plays guitar and he does that. He's a businessman, but he's does that for relaxing. And in the living room, we have just this place for the guitar, no more. You know, if, and it was, there is a temptation of, of having more elements. You know, you have the drums and you have this and you have that. And then you kill the feel mm. of the living room that he wanted to to experience. So yes, you need to get that balance right in between okay, do I want this to be my living room where I entertain, where I share time with my family, my girlfriend, but I want this to be a relaxing space as well. So how you get those two right and you don't 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 become too too one of them to take over, and then it's not, it's not a nice living room anymore, you know? Even if the elements remains there, but that there are drums on the coach, or there are uh, notes, or there are things that does not have a place. So I think that that's the most common mistake, that the people don't know where to stop, mm. I think. And, and the second one that comes a little bit sometimes aligned with that is becoming too eclectic. You know that you want to mix different elements of different uh, provenances, or you want to bring to the decoration uh, souvenirs that you collected in your trips. You know, yeah, and, yeah. and then and then you, you, your your fabric ends like a bazaar. You know, where there is not there is nothing that connects those elements besides the randomness of 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 it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think that that destroyed a design completely. So that destroyed the environment. So you need to be like sensitive with, okay, this is the space that I love. I created that either by myself or with interior designer. Okay, picture that image and you start to be aware that every time that you add an element, are you killing that or are you reinforcing that? You know, and I think that that is going to give you the the restraint that you need.
0: So every time you know, every time you see all the fridge magnets on the fridge of, you know, Morocco, Paris, you know, all these places, you're like, oh, no.
1: No, no, <laughs> but, you know, I have, I have a perfect example of that, which was extremely sweet. I designed a house for, for a couple, and I went to the house, and there was uh, some toys that they bought in one of their journeys. They traveled relatively often.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then... He said, Diego, what do you think? And I said, I said, I, I really think that, you know, that is damaging the fate that we were after. You know, I think that that would, go, that would go great in your bedroom.
0: And he didn't say anything. <laughs> You're very polite.
1: <laughs> no, no, but, 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 you know, it's not my home at the end of the day, right? You need yeah. to respect that. Yeah. But he asked me, I answered. And I answered with honesty. And he didn't say anything. He was just serious. I said, okay, change the subject. I don't say anything else. So the next time was I didn't say anything because I didn't want to make it obvious because I know that wasn't easy for him. He took all of them and put them in the bedroom, you know. And of course, you know the, the the living room went back to this place of, you know, presence and relations, and not a display for objects. That yes, they have an emotional connection with you. But that doesn't mean that they're going to look great in the space. So he he understood that. Yeah. And that for me was very was very kind of him, you know, to accept that suggestion. And I didn't say anything. I just saw them on the on the bedside tables and then <laughs> and then the sick. You know, it, it's but it's very easy to be tempted to add, You know, adding for you to add at the right point, you need that. Sensibility that you don't is like a bamboo, you know how much you can push it without breaking it, you know how many elements can you put in your home that you don't break that feeling that you love at the first moment where you created it so that that's very important i think
0: so how do you, how do you get that right then because I'm thinking about um one thing that that I think people could overdo it on is ornaments.
1: Ornaments, ornaments is one thing, and art mm-hmm. is the other thing. Mm-hmm. You know, ornaments are, you know, are probably an accessories are the points that potentially are the strongest one for you showing your sensibility and your sophistication. You know, because art is very personal, right? Yeah. You 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 put things on the walls that you really have to love or like for whatever reason you have behind those, and art is going to really show where you are at that point of sensibility, culture, etc. etc. You know that is that is a, that is a very good indicator of where you are at, and the other one is accessories. You know what what do you have on your coffee table? Yeah. You know what 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 you have on, on, on your dining table, what what pieces you have. You know, and, and, and it's and sometimes you can you can get things that are not necessarily great quality, but the way that you combine them make them look fantastic. So it's not necessarily about the cost of the piece, it's not necessarily about the expensive things as we understand them. It's about how well suited they are right for. They're how they range, how they are combined. You know, if you have, for example, if you like shells from the different beaches that you go around the world and you have these beautiful elements, if they are placed in the wrong table or sideboard or shelf, it looks tacky, it looks it looks you know just out of the place. Mm. But if you position them in such a way that they are a theme, that they have a shape, that they have a commonality in colors or provenance, you know, you start to add layers of meaning to that. And and that tells a lot about you. You know, it's not just about, oh, this is cute, let me put it there. Or this is, this is, it reminds me the, when I saw her the first time and I put it there. And, you know, it's, it's more than that, you know, but, but that is the difference probably is when you are in love of your home, you know, it's just about in love of your life, it's a love about your home and how you create that. And you how you want everything to be, you know, to have a meaning, to have a purpose, and that purpose to fit with your home. And and I think that you can it's not about cost. I don't want, you know, to to be pretentious and pretend that everything that is beautiful is expensive because it's not. Mm. It's more about sensibility. Yeah. You know, you you can you can buy a twenty pound spring and look extraordinary in your living room. You know, it's, it's not about the cost. It's, it's about probably then you choose a better frame. You know, probably you found a Tolosal track print in a free market that costs you five pounds. And you, you frame it nicely. You you spend a little bit on that. That is amazing. Yeah. So I like this. I think it's more about um common sense and at the end of the day and, and a little bit of, of taste and understanding of your of your environment. And then you can, you can get it right. I don't have any doubt about
2: that. Mm-hmm.
0: And, mm-hmm. and it, it's really interesting you say that because it's the same sort of thing with um, personal styling. You know, the clothes that you choose to wear. Uh, it's not necessarily, I mean, you certainly will recognize an expensive fabric. And all the time you, you understand why it's costing a bit more. But something can look expensive just because it fits right. And again, it's, it's this word you keep on bringing up—is that sensibility? It really kind of resonates with me because it's it crosses over into other areas. Do you do you feel that with your background in image and design, that's helped you to have confidence in other areas of your life as well that that have involved the same principles?
1: Yes, completely, completely, absolutely. You know, I. I think that my understanding my personal understanding of beauty, my personal understanding of style you know that gives me so much information about people about understanding what the people stand for, how I approach people of course when you when you are too passionate about that could cause the opposite effect right you could you you could break relationships mm-hmm. because you you associate Expressions of aesthetics with personal values, and then there is a clash. A clash there, but for me, the understanding of beauty aesthetic definitely has been and is extremely important in my relation with with other people and the environment. Uh, for me, is uh, I, I try not to be so dogmatic in terms of styles. Mm-hmm. In terms of, you know, I like many, many styles uh, in the same way that people can be beautiful in many ways. And there's not just one beauty. There are many beauties, many, many. And that's amazing. You know, if you, if you see people from different continents or see how different they are and how beautiful they are in their own right. Um, I think the same happens with aesthetics. So and I think that you need to be very open to understand that there is not one beauty, you know there is harmony,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and, and harmony is beauty, and and I think that that's that's very important. Absolutely,
0: it's fantastic. I mean, I want to um I want to actually give the op- the opportunity to the people watching, uh, if they would like to ask a question for Diego, anything regarding interior design, and um perhaps they've got some questions. Uh, in regards to the space that they might be currently creating or improving on or just some tips in general i know there's a question in the question box here let me just see what it is oh, there's two here um okay Jay funk says um diego why did you pick blue for your wall
1: okay that's um that's a very okay i'm going to be short answer to that um all, all my space is designed following a, a, a color that I wanted them to have. And if you see, because I work from home, so I got an office space, which is the one that you can see there. Mm-hmm. And, but I designed this, this this flat, I designed as a showroom, you know, in the sense that I can bring clients and see a little bit the level of detail. And of course, the, level, the, the color scheme that I choose permeates throughout the house, throughout the flat. And in the living room, there is a wallpaper that I use that has a similar blue to that one. And then for me, it's very important. That's my a personal approach. Wherever I move from one room to another, I want to feel a flow, a connection between the spaces, even though they may be different in look. Mm. So I want to feel that I move seamlessly throughout the place. So if you move from this room, which is blue and white, to the living room, which is basically gray and ochre, with that special wallpaper, you still feel that you are in the same flat. And if you move further down the spaces, still you are bringing in your memory the lingering of the colors that you saw before then you are in the same space and uh, for me that's very important and and if you see for example the one of the bathrooms is decorated in blue so there is the connection which is the bathroom the toilet for
0: you know is is uh, that a rule is that a rule as well like to repeat on the colors throughout no no no
1: No? it's it's not it's not it's not a rule The, the beauty about interior design is that there are no rules really you know there are tendencies there are uh things that people tend to like. But rules that people have to follow, no. I think that that is my personal approach because I love I love that flow. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like when you have a very fragmented interiors when one bedroom is completely different to the other one and completely different to the other one, and you feel that you are in five homes. You know, I like the I like variety, but at the same time I like continuity, mm-hmm. and that is what. Sorry, the long answer. That is why the blue, the blue color is.
0: Okay. Um, so Marco says, and I've just read the, the full version of this, because he says, he asks, can you think of a hotel or similar environment that you think is the best uh, example of an environment for us to take reference from? Is that correct? Uh, yeah. Just to check out on the net. Yeah, yeah, just some environments to check out on the internet that um, illustrate, you know, beautiful yes, interior design. Uh,
1: there are probably one of the, my favorite hotels in in London for me um, is is the Rosewood. Oh,
0: I love I the read, Rosewood. Uh, I really right yeah, there. the Rosewood. Very is, Art Deco. Uh,
1: yes, but additionally, it's, it's a place that it has it has a chic element in it. <clears throat> but still, oh, sorry. <clears throat> but still, it's not you don't you don't imagine you that you have to dress a tuxedo for that. Yeah. So it's nice, it's very well done, very good level of detailing. So that is a that is an environment that I think is very complete, you know, as as such. If you want to go to the other end in a more minimalistic way, you can go to the Bulgari Hotel mm-hmm. as well, which is almost it doesn't reach that point, but it's almost monastic in the austerity of materials. So you have two in, in the in the hospitality industry, you have two hotels that, that are Almost opposite in the way that they treat the, the 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 space and the use of materials. So I would say if you if you look at those two, I think that you're going to you are going to see how they look influences the feel yeah.
0: dramatically. A hundred times. I know those hotels very well. I spent a lot of time in them. Um, that sounds wrong, but no, just meetings. Um, <laughs> yeah, they are, they are beautifully, you know, so well done. You know, my like Scarfs Bar as well in the Rosewood. They they play live jazz. A, a lovely place to take a day to, actually.
1: But this was one. This amazing. The Choral Room in uh, Bloomsbury. Uh, that 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 bar mm. is extraordinary in terms of look and feel. So I think I think that you have in London we're very lucky because you know we're so, we have we're so these,
0: spoiled for, for so know, tremendous reference it, of interior design.
1: It's what do you want to experience, what do you want to feel, and there you go, you can you can have it. So and, and I thought as well made the people be more sensitive uh, sensitive and more educated as well in terms of what they want for their homes. Uh so I think that that's that's a privilege that that definitely we we have in a city like this.
0: And who who would you, I always ask um people this question. If you were to ha if you were to host a, a dinner a dinner party in your wonderful apartment, uh who would you have round the dinner table? Either past or present?
1: That's a that's a complicated question because uh it's too many people to choose from. Um okay I going to I going to go through art people are with in within the art world because i that's one of my the things, I, I think it's there I can say that it's probably one of my passions. so I would like to have Leonardo da Vinci. I would like to have Picasso. I would like to have Egon Schiele. I would love to have camille Claudette um I would like to have uh, Art uh, oh my God the surname, Italian surname, the the seventeenth century female painter that she was extremely famous and she painted Charles II if I not wrong. Yeah. So she was an extraordinary human. And I would say that if I can have the five, I'm not going to talk all night, as I can tell you.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that would be my, my selection in art probably. Yeah. Excellent.
0: Excellent. <laughs> Well, Diego, it's it's been really extraordinary, you know, sharing those insights with the audience. Um, again, you know, you've always raised some fantastic points for us to to go away and consider. Where, where can where can people find more about you? You know, if they want to learn more, and and you know, if they want to hire you, in fact. Oh, thank
1: you, thank you, Johnny. You know, that's very easy. It's my. They can go either to my uh, Instagram account, which is my name, Diego Correa, Interior Design, my company. Or can go to my website, which is the same, Diego Correa Interior Design.com. So it's, it's very easy. Or if they have the contact with you and they have any doubts about my the links, they can be in touch with you. And you know, yeah. you as kindly as usual, you are going to put us in, in touch. Yeah.
0: So there I, are, I, I, re- I refer all my clients to yeah. Diego for, for interior design.
1: Oh, that's very kind. Thank you. Thank you, Johnny. And thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. You know, I really. I really enjoyed that. Uh, it's it's fantastic to to share the love and passion that we have for for helping our clients to the best that we can. And and I think that you know without being pretentious or and I think that we have both that aspect in common. You know, we want we want the best for for our people. So and and we do what we need to do for Absolutely. achieving that. it.
0: It's just so beautiful when everything comes together. You know, when when people. Go on this self-development journey. They better themselves with their mindset, their social skills, their dating skills. You know, their presentation of themselves, their environment, uh, and it, it it all changes how people perceive you in yeah. in the world. And that's why I like to marry marry all these different things together and 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 you know offer it to to my clients because I just I just I just think it's so important.
1: It's vital, absolutely, absolutely. And we in it to work with.
0: Relations are important,
1: you know, are still important, and you need to you need to use the tools that you that you have at your disposal for making those relations stronger, you know, and that's that's, that's the end point of it.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: De- we're, we, yeah, we're just coming to the end now. So again, thank you, thank you, Diego, for, for sharing that time with us, and and thank you to the audience for tuning in and, and listening. And um, yeah, I'll be looking forward to everyone's feedback. But all right, Diego. Have a great day, buddy. And uh, thank I'll you very much for you too. Thank you, thank you, thank you everybody. Very thank funny. you. Bye. Well, there you have it, guys. Uh, dear friend of mine, Diego Correa. Uh, he is a fantastic at what he does. Um, as you can see from the information he shared, uh, if you want to work with Diego, Diego actually works with my clients. Uh, I refer all my clients to see Diego. Um, you know, he's helped me out with my own projects um, that I've worked on. Um, so you know, do. Do consider him if if you're ever looking for you to develop a a space. Um, You know, I speak in, in, in real true confidence of the guy's ability. Hi, guys. If you enjoyed the content, why not head over to my YouTube channel and hit subscribe? If you want to send me a message directly, head on over to my Instagram, London Dating Coach, where you can contact me directly.